This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. But right now, the Ryder Cup finished yesterday and it was a very dominant performance by the United States. What do we love at Baz and Izzy for breakfast? The two Gs, golf and a bit of gambling. This weekend we saw it all, the perfect combination for both. The Ryder Cup, a cup return to the Americans after a comprehensive performance by the home side. The only person we could think of who loves golf and a wee dabble more than us. And who could explain what this success story means for the Americans and how dusty will Colin Morikawa be today is Joe House. Yes, House is here, host of Fairway Rolling and Ringer Gambling Show. Hey, House, how are you, bud? Joe House, morning. Oh, oh we lost them. Maybe, we lost them. Maybe we he was them. out party, partying with Colin Morikawa. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was maybe he was but mate um very very dominant performance uh yesterday by by the usa team they were very very good i've got a few things here written 19 points to nine uh only needing 14 and a half to seal victory the yanks didn't take the foot off morikawa sealed the victory with his half against victor hovland um scotty scheffler that was probably the game for me scotty scheffler up against world number one um, John Rahm, and first three holes, birdies in, three up. Three up, puts John Rahm under pressure in the first couple of holes and then just absolutely dominates him for the rest of the, the outing. So that was a huge, huge win. And then Dustin Johnson beating Paul Casey, one up. And Dustin Johnson, the only f- he's one of five golfers to go through the whole competition, the whole Ryder Cup, 5-0, five 5-0. Nil. Five nil. Only uh, Arnold Palmer and, and a few other golfers. The great Arnold Palmer was part of that. So we've got Joe House on the line. Good morning, Joe. Gentlemen, how are you? It's a great day to be alive, especially if you're rooting for the American side of the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Mate, I just gave you a hell of an intro too. Did you hear it? I heard half of it. Uh, the, the gambling gods must have conspired against us. They don't want me getting a big head. They want humility out of us as we uh, collect on these bets. All right, mate. How are you feeling this morning? Are you a little bit slow? You've been celebrating all night, have you? 
Well, I have to tell you, uh, it's a little overwhelming in the in the states right now. Alongside the the Ryder Cup, there was a spectacular weekend of uh, NFL football on the oh, calendar. Yes. Plus, the baseball season here is really heating up. The playoffs are are right in front of us. So, a lot of different ways to to enjoy yourself as a as a fan of sports here in America. Mate, Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup. Let's talk about oh, who's your NFL team. Firstly, who's your who's your NFL team? NFL team. Who you support? I I live in Washington D.C., so I pull for the Washington oh. football team. They were on the wrong nice. side of the outcome yesterday against Buffalo. Uh, okay, okay. Well, well, mate, long season ahead. You'll be doing it right, mate. Well, Ryder Cup. What was your take from a very very dominant performance from the USA team from the outset? They were just too good for Europe. So this is fascinating because of the number of rookies on the U.S. Mm. team. And the real test Mm. here was how will these rookies, without any Ryder Cup experience, half the team was rookies, how would they uh, fare against a team of, of seasoned veterans on the Euro side? And for the United States, it was the best assembled team by official world golf ranking in the history of, of, of our, our participation in the Ryder Cup. And so you, you, don't, you don't compete the Ryder Cup on paper. You have to go out on the golf course and take care of business. <laughs> well, it turned out they were the very best ever assembled. They played like it. It was a dominant uh, performance, one for the ages. You can only talk about it in terms of superlatives. The rookies were the best. DJ was the best. This American side was the best. It's just an incredible outcome. We got Joe House on the line. Double A, double three. If you want to know anything via House, maybe uh, what he's putting in his uh, Bloody Marys, what what any sort of any sort of food recipes, anything. He's up for it all. Give us a text. What do you want to know from House while we got him on the line? I want to know, Joe. Why why did this team mesh so well? Because if you asked me what team was going to be more cohesive before the start of the event, I probably would have picked the Europeans. Felt like there were personalities galore on Amer- on Team USA, and it could have gone very wrong. So what went so right from the personality perspective? One of the things that I don't think any of us really had our head around as we were uh, assessing the potential fortunes of these young guys. These young guys, all the rookies and the young players who qualified for the United States, have all known each other for 15 years or or more. They've been playing together as juniors Mm. and then in college and then, you know, on tour. So I think we underestimated – how much in the way of personal relationships these guys already have. Like, we're aware that Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas are friends. We've been watching it on television for what feels like a full decade now, even though it's only been five or six years. But Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger, they went to college together. Scotty Scheffler, who's not won a, an event on PGA Tour, lives in Dallas, has known Jordan Spieth for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And there are those kinds of connections exist amongst this young group of players um, in a way that I think we underestimated. So this, these, mm. we, we, in looking at it, we said, oh, these are just young guys. We don't, you know, where are the connections? They know each other. They've all been doing things. And I think they really enjoyed the opportunity to socialize with one another and let their hair down a little bit. Mate, we saw yesterday Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kipka hugging it out. 
And um, yeah, <laughs> have they sorted their indifferences out, or was that all for the camera? And they still got a bit of a grudge against each other. Tell us. Both, both. I think <laughs> what, 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 we will have something to look forward to. Uh, that was the most the awkwardest November, hug right? I've ever seen. Yes, of course, of course. They they have to maintain <laughs> a little bit because they are going to compete in that in the match. There will be match number six or whatever you want to call it here in the United States. They're going to go head to head. I I can't remember the venue now, but there is going to be after Thanksgiving. This is breaking news. It hasn't been reported yet, but I'm telling you this is going to happen. <laughs> uh, assuming both guys yeah. are healthy. There's going to be a head-to-head, made-for-TV match. I think it might only be like 12 holes, but the two guys, oh. the two brutes, are going to go have it out. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, it's wow. going to be gold. I can't wait for that, mate. That is going to be awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's good. TV rights are going to be through the roof. Mate, I want to ask you about Scotty Scheffler's performance against John Rahm in, in the singles. Probably didn't expect that. Like you said, Scotty Scheffler hasn't won a PGA, doesn't uh, really have any... Um, you know, background uh, confidence taken up against John Rahm and, and the legend he is. What a performance. Can you tell us a bit about that performance? Well, the the thing you have to remember with Scheffler, he was in the final of the match play tournament in Austin earlier this year. So there was an indication that Scotty Scheffler is up to the moment against players that, you know, are more established players, players with major wins. He, he is uh, fearless and he has quite a track record in college, he's also a big guy that hits the ball a mile. So perfect fit mm. for whistling straights. And it was apparent that he was comfortable at whistling straights. He had, as you could tell from his strategy, the lines that he wanted to hit the ball on, figure it out. And he, he just played fearless. He, had, he was not intimidated by Rom, And it doesn't, doesn't hurt to, to collect five birdies in the first six holes. That, that can help. Uh, uh, build confidence, but you know I think that was the overall uh, mo for all of the rookies on the U.S. team. They were all fearless. They feared no one on on the Euro side. They all respect John Rahm, though, and and I mean they respect everybody on the Euro side, but especially John Rahm, who who collected three and a half points before that final match uh, yesterday against Scheffler. John Rahm is a powerhouse, isn't he? House, who who is the guy? Who's the guy on tour now? Because it was Brooks for a while. He kind of took he kind of took the mantle as the big swinger, you know. Who who is it? Who is the guy that everyone fears? Is there one at the moment? It's John Rahm. John Rahm is is number one. I think Brooks is. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Bryson is the most entertaining figure on tour. He's the guy that everybody wants to see when he plays events here in the United States, and he's on. In, in the field, fans will go to see Bryson because they're curious to see the ball go as far as he hits it. But the guy who carries the, 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 the mantle in terms of can win any major, it's John Rahm. I'm really hoping, not far behind, and this might sound a little funny, Colin Morikawa. Two majors mm-hmm. on his record in, ba- in basically you know 12 months. Uh, I'm rooting for a rivalry in terms of the majors between Morikawa and Rom, but Rom is definitely the number one guy. Morikawa, he's won me a fair bit on the tab in the gambling sense. Man, I got on him at fifth. I think I want to get him at thirty-one dollars. Thirty-one dollars to win um, oh. the Open. The Open, man. How good! Well done. Well done. <laughs>
Got on really well. Hey, mate, how's the NFL gambling going, Joe? You guys making millions at the ringer? Go on. I would not say millions, <laughs> but I would say, you know, we have uh, by now learned that you have to be cautious at the beginning of the NFL season. And the real opportunities are with the underdogs because mm. the American uh, betting public and, and one of the things that's happening here in the, in the States is the le- legalization of betting. Uh, half the States now you can, you can either physically go somewhere or just pull up your phone and have an app on it to, to legally place bets. And so there was a great um, influx of participation and money from the American sporting uh, public. And so now as a as a as a gambler you can look for opportunities where lines get inflated in the NFL because the American gambling public looks at a team and says oh my god that team's going to win by so many points i want to bet how can the Kansas City Chiefs lose any games they're the best team i'm going to yeah. bet on Kansas City by a touchdown and and if you do the the homework Kansas City has not covered a spread since week 9 of the 2020 NFL season so Fading, that, that's just a good example of opportunities where the lines get a little inflated because of enthusiasm, because of early season performances, and the value is on underdogs. And so we've done a pretty good uh, riding the underdogs so far these first three weeks of the season. Joe, it's in New Zealand and Australia, we've had kind of open gambling legislation for decades now, right? So we've, we've kind of, this is familiar to us. But what isn't familiar to us is the opposite. So in America, the, the sounds that it's opening up and you can legally gamble is kind of people will be kind of wondering, what does that mean? What was it like beforehand? How were you guys, you know, you and Sal and the crew, how were you guys getting bets on? Uh through the shadow market is a polite way I'll put it. The, 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 the quiet market. There's, there is legalized betting in Las Vegas, and so if you have friends in Las Vegas, that could be a place to legally place right. sports wagers. And there are some, some legal offshore entities, uh, at least, you know, somewhat legal. And then, you know, there's all kinds of... of uh, Ways and opportunities here. We're very inventive here in the state. Where there's a will, there is a way here in the United States. Sorry, yes, Louis is throwing you right under the bus here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, just, just before we go, just quickly, last question about the Ryder Cup. I want to ask you about DJ and his performance. Um, five points he was able to achieve, I read. And uh, only five players have done that in the past. Can you talk to us about that achievement for, for Dustin Johnson and his work at the Ryder Cup? Well, what I would say is was the most Dustin Johnson performance ever because he was not in form coming up to this event, right? The, the thing with Dustin yeah. Johnson is he, more than anyone, seems to possess an on-off switch. And if he arrives at a venue and is feeling good and the stars are in alignment and, you know, Paulina is taking care of the kids as well as, as Dustin, uh, then, then he's comfortable playing. And, and at any moment, he can be the best player in the world. He is, in fact, right now, just as a reminder, the number two in the official world golf ranking. So it, it, it ought not to be that big a surprise. He just hasn't mm-hmm. done anything in the past couple months to make us think like oh yes dj's in form it's just a reminder that at this stage of his golf game dj is always in form and and it just needs you know he just needs a little bit of confidence 
his ball striking had been out of sorts. His ball striking was marvelous this this whole week. And, you know, it was a dominant DJ performance, not that dissimilar from the kind of form we saw from him when he won the Masters last fall. Awesome house. That makes perfect sense. And, and he's a guy you'd never write, write off, would you? He's always right there ready to unload. Just one last one. We've got the Cowboys-Eagles today. If anyone wants to make a buck, uh, the three-and-a-half-point favourites here in New Zealand, the Cowboys, what will you be watching for here from a betting perspective? Grab the hook. If you can get the extra half point on the Eagles, we like the Eagles very, very much. Uh, the, uh, the books here in the U.S. have already shifted down to three. The Eagles have slightly underperformed, notwithstanding their dominant performance in, in week one. They were very competitive against San Francisco last week. They, they was self-sabotage that kept them from uh, being more competitive against San Francisco. They had the ball inside the 30-yard line three times in the first half uh, last week and came away with zero points. Um, Dallas has a very, very capable offense, an electric offense, uh, especially with Dak Prescott being healthy again. And it's fun to see him with all the skill guys. The questions are with Dallas, they have a, a little bit of injury on both sides of the line, both are offensive linemen, Leo Collins is out, and uh, DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins, uh, not Cousins, uh, Lawrence. DeMarcus Cousins is basketball. DeMarcus <laughs> yeah, Lawrence gonna say broke his foot last week. I'm, I'm ready for hoops. We're three weeks away, fellas. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> are. Luck. I, I like I like the Eagles getting the half point. These these uh, divisional rivalries tend to be uh, closer games, and so I like like the Eagles on the road with the half point. Oh, I love it. What a glorious time for American sports. Hoops three weeks away with the NFL season in full swing. The Red Sox getting pumped over the weekend. Ryder Cup being, has been brought home. What a great result. Host of Fairway Rolling in the Ring of Gambling Show, Joe House. Thank you, mate. We love having you on New Zealand Radio. Thank you, guys. Anytime you, you, you want me, I'm here for you. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Go House, champion. Thanks, mate. There you go. House, what a legend. 21 minutes past 7 o'clock. I'm Baz Izzy for breakfast. You can listen to House on the Ringer Network, Podcast Network. What a great dude. And he's tipping the, the, tipping the Eagles plus three and a half today. Take the hook, he says. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.